The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. Webmaster Radio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings right here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending. The woman. Well, um, Stuart Elliott again, as you know, I'm a huge fan of Stuart Elliott in the New York Times, and I was reading an article of his back in um, early April around kind of this smorgasbord, if you will, of anniversaries. Now, I work for PR and advertising agency, and we usually counsel our clients that, you know, nobody really cares about anniversaries. You know, brands care more about anniversaries than, say, you know, people do, consumers do. But it's interesting, as Stuart Elliott calls out, um, it's just really kind of the, the anniversary waltz, as he says. Um, multiple brands are celebrating anniversaries, and now, typically, anniversaries can be seen in print ads or TV, but of course, social media is taking it on as well. Motel 6, excuse me, is one of them. Um, it's observing its 50th with a campaign that includes a TV commercial, so that's pretty typical. Um, and Lifesavers is also um, celebrating it with a, a very interesting kind of campaign. Uh, Bacardi Rum is one of them, GMC. Kraft Mac and Cheese turned 75. Isn't that crazy? 75. The New York Mets turn 50. Oreo cookies turn 100. 100. I had no idea that brand was so so old. Um, or let's put it this way, they've survived so much, right? So many brands don't survive that long. But, you know, the point I think Stuart Elliott's trying to make is um, – the reason to make a big to-do about your ad, kind of your anniversary, is it allows you to harken back to really emotional feelings in people. The fact that you're a trusted brand, you've been around forever, you kind of the test of time, and now as consumers are seeking out value in so many of their brands. It's just another way to remind those consumers that, yeah, I'm one of those trusted brands. If you haven't tried me in a while, it's probably worth trying me because millions of other shoppers do. So I think that is super smart. And getting out there in front of consumers any way you can is helpful as well. That uh, L6 campaign that I talked about, yeah, it does have a TV commercial, but it also has radio commercials and digital ads. It will be on Facebook and YouTube. Um, and I love, I just love the Lifesavers campaign. It's called A Whole Lot of Fun, whole being spelled, of course, H-O-L-E, harkens to the little hole in the middle of a Lifesavers. And 
You know, DDB Worldwide um, is kind of the, the brains behind this campaign. And they're saying that the ads kind of evoke um, the 1940s through 1960s ads they used to run in magazines, um, which was the theme around the candy with the hole, which is super fun. So keep, uh, keep a lookout for that. You'll probably spot more and more of these kind of anniversary ads cropping up since Stuart Elliott says it's kind of the year of the, of the anniversary. Well, our first profile today is the Coach Queen. There's 1.6 million of these women out there in her mid-30s, staying at home, raising the kids, household income of more than $115,000. She travels as much as she can, likes to squeeze in a spa treatment or two. She's very focused on herself looking stylish, but also her home. She's interested in the arts, but she's most interested in her family. Family events are really um, what she focuses on, and she does them in grand scale. She does shop around for the, for really for the best price and hits the clear, clearance rack when she does shop. She also looks for environmentally friendly products, and she buys products that can be recycled. So if you're a marketer, friends influence her, so you want to make sure to make friends with her friends. You want to make sure that your store environment um, is tip-top and you have good customer service. And she's also reading a ton of magazines. Um, She's reading People and Shape and Parenting and Traditional Home, and she's online a lot, uh, sometimes for her kids with Disney and other times for her se herself at iVillage. She's watching a lot of those home design shows on HGTV and TLC. But because she does like to do a lot of big family functions, she's a big foodie, so she's on Food Network a lot as well, along with Disney and Nickelodeon again for the kids. So keep that in mind. Uh, if you want to connect with kind of a, a influential, higher income, stay-at-home mom, keep in mind the Coach Queen. Well, when we come back, I'll be chatting with Jennifer James. Uh, she certainly knows how to reach mom. She's a blogger who's done a lot of things in the field since breaking into blogging back in 2004. She's founded a magazine called Mom Blog Magazine and also the Mom Bloggers Club. And we're going to be talking with Jennifer about creating community for bloggers and the potential to do good. More when Purse Strings returns after the break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let TopSEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. 
The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries into the 16th Annual International Web Award Competition. Independent judges from around the world recognize the best websites from nearly 100 industries. Web Awards winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Awards site. You can't win if you don't enter. Sign up now at www.webaward.org. Podcasting at the speed of sound. WebmasterRadio.fm. The Flamethrower. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Well, joining me today is Jennifer James, founder of Mom Blog Magazine and Mom Bloggers Club Network, and some pretty exciting other things that Jennifer's been up to these days. Jennifer, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm thrilled to have you. Gosh, you just seem to do so many things. But first, let's start with Mom Blog Magazine. Why did you create it? I created Mom Blog Magazine because I really wanted to chronicle all of the things that are going on in the mom blogging community. Um, over the years, so many brands have uh, opted to work with mom bloggers and really align themselves with the community. And I wanted to sort of see what was going on and report on it because there's so many things going on from junkets to product reviews to bloggers who are being featured in commercials and magazine ads now. So I wanted to sort of get it down for the whole community to, um, to be able to follow. Well, and you're right. I feel like mom bloggers have kind of taken on a, a certain celebrity of themselves, and I think you're so smart to kind of understand that and understand the value and all the disparate activities that mom bloggers are up to and then put that all together in one place that that people can access. And I know you have your own blog, so you certainly speak from experience, jjamesonline.com. Talk a little bit, if you will, about your experience as a blogger and, and how that kind of fed into uh, your desire to create your own Mom Bloggers Club network. Sure. I started blogging back in 2004, and that was really the early days of moms who were sort of getting on the Internet and networking with one another and blogging about their lives. And even in those early days, I used to blog about my family and my two daughters because they were very young at the time. And I really loved being able to network with all of these fantastic women who are writing really smart blog posts every single day. And throughout the years, I was able to see the shift in the mom blogging community um, when the brands came. And that was around 2006 or 2007. And that's when I, I stepped back from my own blog and I said, you know what, I really can create a place where moms can come and network because in those early days there wasn't a place where moms could go and sort of um, meet other bloggers. We would connect with one another through our blogs and through comments, but there there really wasn't Twitter. Twitter wasn't huge then. Facebook was really sort of relegated to the, the college students. And so I decided to start the Mom Bloggers Club Network so mom bloggers could come and network and find one another. And since then, it's grown to almost 17,000 members, and um, moms still use it still use it today. Yeah, I know. That's a really strong number. 
What do you think is kind of the secret to the success of, of the network? I mean, how did you manage to get it up to 17,000? Moms have, have spread the word amongst themselves um, about the network, and I allowed moms to sort of shape the community. I took a real hands-off approach to it. There are certain things that I wanted to see happen with the Mom Bloggers Club Network, but what I found is that a lot of the moms came in and they would structure it the way that they wanted to. So they may want to talk about reviews and giveaways and network in that manner and find ways that they could follow one another and grow their own small little social networks. And when I saw that happening, I stepped back and I said, you know what, this is what they want. I'm going to let them have it and I'm going to, I'm going to let mm-hmm. them shape it. So it's become a place that has allowed them to, especially newer bloggers, come in and grow their traffic, their readership, and their social networks. And so there's also a lot of information, too, that they share with one another, um, sort of like best practices with blogging mm-hmm. and uh, product reviews and giveaways. So that's how it's grown. Yeah, it's kind of taken on a life of its own, as you said. It, you're so smart to kind of step out of the way because, you know, mom bloggers, they tend to be kind of an opinionated bunch, don't they? And um, they, they, they're, not, they're not shy. So, you know, it's not amazing, I guess, that the network's kind of blossomed un- under its own tutelage. And I know, you know, you just didn't stop there. I mean, you, you've got this 17,000-strong Mom Bloggers Club network, but you've also just created uh, Mom Bloggers for Social Good. I thought this was fascinating. Talk a little bit about why you launched this, and what's your kind of your big goal with, with the Mom Bloggers for Social Good? Sure. A couple of years ago, I went to the first Social Good Summit in New York, and it was put on by Mashable and the UN Foundation. And I was invited by the UN Foundation to attend and cover it. And when I first went, I said, wow, this definitely isn't the mommy crowd. And it it wasn't the type of demographic or people that I would usually hang around with. It was people who were doing really, really amazing things around the world, and they were working on these huge global issues. And it was the first time that I realized that I had built a platform as a mom who blogs um, that could help solve some of these issues. And then last year I was fortunate enough to go to Kenya with One.org and I was able to see some of these problems that were happening in Africa. And so I said, not only have I created a platform, but I know there are thousands and thousands of mom bloggers who have also created platforms where they can spread awareness about what some leading nonprofits and NGOs are doing around the world. So I decided to start Mom Bloggers for Social Good to help spread the word about mothers and maternal health and um, women's and girls' issues and food security and all types of things. And so since it's launched in January, um, I've been able to partner with wonderful nonprofits around the world and also get the um, the support from mom bloggers from 16 countries. So I'm really excited about wow. the potential of it. Yeah, I know that. That's amazing. And it really shows the pow- the global power, doesn't it, of, of bloggers. And that, I mean, I think we all know bloggers just aren't the United States. Um, that when you ban, but 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 you know we kind of see things through our own worldview, right? But it sounds like your worldview was certainly opened up through that trip and your and your um, 
membership with One Moms. And um, good for you for really taking a run at pulling moms together to, to do, as you said, for social good. Um, I notice, um, you know, with your work with Mom Bloggers for Social Good and with One Moms, you definitely go beyond the borders of the United States or North America even. Um, are you seeing a difference in mommy bloggers around the world, or are we all essentially the same with, with a lot of the values? We all talk about the same thing. Motherhood is the same mm-hmm. all around the world. But mom blogging as an industry is definitely different around the world. So the United States, of course, is sort of leading this movement. But in areas like the U.K. and Australia, those groups of mommy bloggers are starting to really grow and starting to feel their own power and see how they can work with with brands and and um, they're noticing that their voices are really strong and so while their numbers aren't as huge um, as it is here in the states they're definitely moving in that direction and um, they're doing things a little bit differently they also have the uh, privilege of seeing our mistakes and so they're sort of being able to shape their own communities in the way that they work with brands um, in new and innovative ways, but also in ways that um, watching us, they're able to sort of replicate and also improve upon. Well, so really, I mean, do you think that you serve, you personally serve as somewhat of a role model in that way? I do. I really do. I talk to a lot of mom bloggers around the world, and they really look at what we're doing here in the United States in terms of working with brands. They've already created these really wonderful niche networks among themselves where they've created, um, you know, they have friendships and they network, but they're trying to figure out how to branch out and work with brands. And even though it's a little slow going right now, particularly in the U.K. and Australia, they've seen how they can work the opportunities that they've had to their advantage. And I think... Um, in that respect, I am a role model because they really do watch closely everything that we're doing here in the States. Oh, yeah. Well, and I know the United States since tends to set kind of that bar for a lot of industries. Um, right. And we're slipping in others, but we're, that's not what we're going to talk about today. But clearly, you know, it's, it's nice to know that um, other bloggers are looking to us to kind of see how we're acting and reacting and you know i'm I'm curious too. I mean, blogging has changed so much as you said, you started this back in two thousand and four it It has really i mean the magnitude of blogging has just astronomically grown since that time. Do you have a vision for where you think blogging is going to go in the next three to five years? Do you think it's going to maintain? Do you think it's going to diminish or just continue to grow? I definitely think it's going to go to new heights, and it's sort of hard to imagine what those new heights would be because so many mom bloggers in particular are doing such fantastic things, whether it's being on a national commercial or um, earning six figures working with brands. But I think there's going to be a lot more opportunity for mom bloggers to really be professionalized, uh, whether it's you know, getting their own TV shows or whether it's, you know, becoming mainstream personalities. I really believe that that's going to happen more and more. But I also think that there's going to be a bigger chasm 
between those bloggers who get those opportunities and the bloggers who are just starting. And while that chasm is starting, we're starting to see that now, I think it's really going to get pronounced over the next three to five years. Um, But I definitely don't see it waning at all. I think there's going to be a lot more moms coming into the fold. Um, Mm -hmm. But the opportunities for those really, really great lucrative um, jobs, I think, are going to be few and far between. But there'll be a lot of other things that moms can do. Yeah. You know, it is it is interesting that you mentioned that because I do think um, some people think, oh, I'll just go start a blog and I'll monetize it. <laughs> well, we right. know that that doesn't happen very often, right? I mean, that's, that is few and far between, as you say. Um, but, but at the same time, I think blogging has become so mainstream and it's so it's so appealing to a lot of different people. So whether they intend to monetize it or not, do you have some words for advice for anyone considering starting a blog, also knowing how, how dense bloggers are out there and the number of bloggers, I mean? Sure. One of the things that all bloggers need to keep in mind is they have to be as authentic as they can be, and they have to work really hard, and they have to work even harder than they think working hard is. And I don't think a lot of people realize that if they want to make it in the world of mom blogging, that they have to put a lot of creativity in it and they have to do things differently. They just can't look at what the top bloggers are doing and try to replicate it in their own in their own way. They really have to bring something new to the table. It doesn't have to be earth-shattering, but it definitely has to um, grab people's attention. So... For any blogger who's out there who wants to to monetize their blog and wants to make a name for themselves, they have to blog consistently. They have to be authentic. That is, if they're a green blogger, then they have to stay on that straight and narrow green path. You know, they can't mm-hmm. go and work with a company that's not green, even though the paycheck is is really great. So mm-hmm. they have to they, they have to keep that authenticity because people really notice what they're doing and they just have to really work hard and yeah. um, the working hard bit is it, it means a lot of things to a lot of different people but they have to really put in their hours and that means they may be up at two o'clock in the morning or they may be up at three or four a.m. in the morning um, banging out some new content. But, you know, sometimes you just have to do that kind of stuff if you're going to really make a name for yourself. Yeah. Well, and, and frankly, anything online is 24-7 anyway, right? So, right. Um, you're, if, you're in that, if you're in that area, in that space, you know, it is not a 9-to-5 anyway. Right. So that's for sure. It kind of comes with the territory. Well, we're going to take a quick break, uh, Jennifer, and when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about marketers seeking to connect with mommy bloggers and some words of advice you might have for them. More from Jennifer James when we return in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Her Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Oh, yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. 
Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. In 500 yards, CPA Way will be on your right. You have reached your destination. On the interstate of internet marketing, CPA Way helps you monetize the way. No matter which direction you're heading, CPA Way is your route to low-risk revenue. Advertisers, we have paved the way to delivering revenue channels that will meet and exceed your expectations. Publishers, we monitor and manage your campaigns to bring you the most revenue possible. Publishers can feel secure to leverage direct offers, while advertisers can find safety, offering their most valued campaigns. The road to trust, respect, integrity, and honor is just ahead at cpaway.com. Round-trip plane tickets, $1,100. Four-night hotel stay, $900. Conference passes, $2,000. And to think how far your dollar could go every month by working with WebmasterRadio.fm. On air and on demand at some of the most premier trade shows around, we report from booth to booth, session to session, keynote to keynote. That can be sponsored by you. Plus, we throw unforgettable networking functions where your message can be conveyed via audio or video from the ceiling to the floor. Contact sales at WebmasterRadio.fm them for a free consultation. Webmasterradio.fm. Keep your headphones handy and the feed loaded. We never stop. Do you? Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. I've been chatting today with Jennifer James, founder of Mom Blog Magazine and many, many other things. We've been learning a lot about Jennifer and um, the global impact, really, that mommy bloggers here in the United States have been having. And we know, Jennifer, um, that marketers more and more and more are, are seeking to connect with mommy bloggers because of the power that they wield. Um, but sometimes they do it well and sometimes they do it really, really badly. Um, what words of advice or tips would you have for marketers who are seeking a partnership? Right. Marketers really need to do their homework. That is, they have to read the bloggers that they want want to connect with. And they have to come in to this whole mom blogging community with a plan that can be well executed. And, you know, they can't just email a whole bunch of bloggers and think that all of those bloggers are going to pick up their story or talk about their product or what, whatever it is. The mom blogging community is extremely complex. There are a lot of different niches inside of the, the mom blogging community. And if marketers don't realize the complexity of the community, then sometimes they could do, they, their outreach may not be the best approach to, to getting to the bloggers that they're trying to, that they're trying to reach. So marketers really need to do their homework. They need to study the community. They need to network with moms at conferences. Um, and they they really need to treat bloggers fairly, and um, whether that's compensation or just some really great opportunities, they have to come into the community knowing that there are a lot of brands trying to seek their attention, and that um, it's inundated with a lot of opportunities for bloggers. So and so they really need to come in to the space knowing that no matter what brand they're representing or what product they're representing. 
there's so much noise out there that they're going to have to do the work. They're going to have to put some mm-hmm. work into it. Mm-hmm. Well, and I know, speaking of doing the work, you have done a ton of work over the last, what, seven, eight years now. Of all the things that you've accomplished, um, what do you think, um, through your blogging, what, do you, what have you really kind of said, that makes me the proudest? Wow. That's a really great question. And it's hard for me to to answer it because there have been so many amazing milestones in my blogging career. I mean, I remember when I started Mom Bloggers Club and it had 30 members. And I thought that was great. And so that was a really fantastic milestone for me because mm-hmm. I had no idea if people would even like the idea at all. Um, and then I can think back on um, being able to go to Kenya with one. I mean, that was really spectacular. Mm-hmm. And and I think just as a whole, collectively, all of the, the things that I've been able to accomplish over these last eight years, collectively I would say it's um, – it's been really great. I love being able to pay moms when they do campaigns through the Mom Bloggers Club. That has always been one of my goals. And um, so being able to to allow moms to grow in their own way, that has been really, really wonderful for me as well. So there have been a lot of things. It's just been a really great ride, and um, I'm excited about being a part of it for the next 10, 20, 30 years. Yeah, I was going to ask you, what what do you think is on the horizon for you? Do you have some kind of big goals that you're hoping to tackle next? You know, I really don't have huge goals. And one of the, the things that I don't know if it sets me apart or if I – or this is just the way that I've approached the mom blogging space. I really sort of go with what I think is coming up next, um, but also things that – feed my soul. So, for example, back in 2007 when I started Mom Bloggers Club, I really had a desire to network with other mom bloggers. So I created the Mom Bloggers Club. And then last year or two years ago, I really wanted to read the news that was going on in the mom blogging space, and, and I couldn't find that news, so I decided to start it. And so I started Mom Blog Magazine. And so then this year, I've really been, you know, I've, I'm compelled by all of the global issues that are going on and how collectively mom bloggers can help spread awareness about these issues. So I started Mom Bloggers for Social Good. So who knows what is going to um, what's going to strike my fancy in the next couple of years. But one thing I do know is I'm, I'm definitely going to be a part of the space in some way because I just really love it and I, I, I really love to see how it's progressing and uh, what's, what's coming up on the horizon. Well, you're certainly making an impact. So thank you for all that you do for the space. Thank, thank you for all that you do for mom bloggers. And we look forward to kind of seeing what you do do next because, um, you know, it will be interesting to see what, what you launch. Um, clearly you're a major player in the space, Jennifer, and we're thrilled that you could join us today. Thank you. Thank you so much. This has been fun. And thanks to George, my producer, for another great show. And join me right here for another edition of Purse Strings next Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. And until then, make it a great one. <laughs>